Forward to is uh, the Grand National Steeplechase of $300,000 on the All Jumps program. And Harry White joins us this morning to uh, go through uh, today's uh, form at Ballarat. Good morning, Harry. Good morning, Dan. We've got a soft uh, seven track, which is good. They're, they're good conditions for the jumpers, and it's an all-jumping program. And the first race is scheduled for one o'clock, Harry, and we're looking at a, a maiden hurdle uh, with Raise U10, number four, from the Ma Eustace camp in the Kieran Ma Thanks Racing maiden hurdle. Yeah, it's a, um, look, not a lot would surprise to kick off the day, Dan. I'm siding with number six, Tolmac. He's had two jumps trials between runs this prep. I've really liked what I've seen. He just looks like a ready-made jumper. I also think that he brings the right flat form to the race. Uh, excluding last start, he was just outclassed at Flemington. Two back, he was only four lengths off Smoke and Romans, and before that was only four lengths off Grand Promenade, who we saw win yesterday at Caulfield. I'm expecting he takes the front, and if he jumps as well as he did in his trials, I think he could prove hard to run down. The race favourite, Raise U10, beat Norway home last time out in a trial. Uh, both runs since coming across to Australia have been full of merit. It could be fitting that the horse won for Kieran Ma, as, as you said, the race features his name. And there's also the Steve Pateman factor, and I can understand the market support. Not usual dream has placed in his last three runs, all over the jumps, all over the trip. And having had that benefit of race day jumps experience that my top two selections are lacking, I think could be key. Number five, So Able. I like that that horse was well supported in his jumps debut last time out. He goes in his next best. But I'm hoping, yeah, a bit of value with the six on top of four, two and five. Tolomac is currently $7 in the, the first race. So $7 for Tolomac. There are no scratchings. $2.50, raise you 10 as the favourite. Upswing at three seventy and value for Harry's tip in the first. Race number two at Ballarat, scratch two, hey, happy. And we've got Mount Stewart, the favourite, at $2.15. Yeah, I'm really keen on the favourite, Dan. Uh, went around as favourite, Mount Stewart, in his Australian debut over this trip. It was a flat run, though, after two very promising jumps trials leading into it. I just think he really, really strikes a winnable race, and it's no surprise to see the market gravitate towards him yet again. I wouldn't surprise, it wouldn't surprise, I should say, to see him lead here uh, either. So I'm assuming he gets every hope in the run. The Marin Eustace runner, Heberite, in for second. He did enough at Lakeside, has had two jumps trials since then. They've been satisfactory. Z-Star, yet to miss a top three finish over the jumps to date, and maps to be forward. I thought he was particularly good two-back when second to Tamarack uh, goes around later on in the day, and that horse had won its jumps run prior, and it was in a benchmark 120 hurdle. So back to Maiden here. And Sir Aglavale, the former Chris Wallace-Dale, has trialled nicely. I'm just a bit worried about how far back in the run he's likely to get. Just might give himself a little bit too much to do. But very, very keen on the favourite here, 4176. Mount uh, Stewart, number four, the favourite in the second. The uh, first at Healesville is not far away, two minutes off the scheduled start. The tips by James Vandermart, a five, six, seven and one. Custom Roofie's top selection, currently at $4.80 fixed odds. Ballarat, we'll have a look at race number three, uh, Harry, before we go to Healesville. Uh, this is the Gotta Take Care hurdle. There are no changes, and it's Roland Garros off the clay and onto the turf at 2.20. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm with Roland Garros, Dan. Atone for Atone last start with a solid win after failing to beat a runner home in his jumps debut prior. Just jumped the ninth obstacle awkwardly. Apparently, it wasn't wet enough for him there either. Steve Pateman jumped aboard last time out. Sticks on here, which I like. We know he'll be sent straight to the front. Gets conditions to suit. Barring bad luck or an awkward jump, I can see no reason why he can't win again. And the market agrees with that. Number one, Cernan won his jumps debut on the same day. Over the same trip as Roland Garris, just in slower time. Gets the gun run, deservedly in the market. Light pillar, when a miss last time out, jockey claiming he could hear a respiratory noise. He was a good winner prior to that and has trialled nicely since. So do we forgive that last run? Maybe. And then marinated, gets some weight relief with a three kilo claimer engaged. Just simply looks to be the best of the rest of them. Four ahead of one, two and five. Four, one, two and five. Roland Garros is $2.20 fixed odds. Cernan at three ninety, like Pillar three twenty, and marinated at seven dollars fifty. The top uh, four in the market for these the got to take care of hurdle, which is race number three. So we're halfway through the program at uh, Ballarat uh, Thoroughbreds on Grand National Steeplechase Day. We're going through the preview of Ballarat Thoroughbreds today. We're halfway through. We've looked at races one to three. Remember, the first leg of the main quaddy today is race number three. So now we're up to race four, and this is $125,000. JJ Houlihan Hurdle. Harry White's previewing the program, and we've got some top hurdlers engaged here, Harry. Yeah, it's a nice-looking race, Dan. I think we have to stick with Saunterboy. He didn't jump well at all in the Grand National, failed to finish... That's been his gripe at times. He just isn't the cleanest of jumpers. But when he gets it right, he is very good. Case in point, his Australian hurdle win. He does give weight to the rest of them. Tongue tie on again. We just have to trust that he's on his game today, and I think he can win. Tamarack in for second, I think, is a genuine winning chance. Two from two over the jumps. Won them nicely. Realistically, apart from Saunter Boy, this is probably no harder. Number nine, Wazuzu, is bound to have fans based on his jumps win two back, which saw him put 13 lengths on the next best runner. A recent minor placing on the flat and a trial in the interim have both been good. And then we go out to number seven, Kara Corum, coming off a last start win, had always been around the mark over the jumps prior. Looks next best, but I'm just not sure if he's up to sort of the top two and three in the market. But we'll go one, four, nine, seven. One, four, nine, and seven in race number four. Harry, race five is the benchmark 120 steeplechase, the Henry Dwyer racing steeplechase, and, and Henry's the trainer of number one, the dominator. There are no scratchings, a feel of six, and the top two dominate the market. Number one at 380, the dominator, Mawani Machine, at $2, horse two. I'm actually quite keen on the Dominator, and it didn't even realise that this was named after Henry. So there we go. There's a bit of an omen bet as well. Um, we can get a nice enough price about the horse, probably because he has to lump 74.5 kilos, even after Chris McCarthy's three kilo claim. Uh, he was in the market in this race last year, carried 73.5. I think he can do it with 74.5. Ran them off their feet in a Thackeray four runs back, then only found one better in his next... Uh, two chases. He's had a flat run in the interim. That was solid. I just think if the weight doesn't anchor him, he'll be right there when it matters. Mawani Machine, certainly a main hope. I, well, I'm glad to see the drift a little bit. I couldn't take odds on, especially when it's his first go over the bigger obstacles. Also, look, while he's been good over the hurdles, the form through those races, I don't think anything to rave home about. Outside of those top two, Zedman, only narrowly beaten last time out. And then White Heath, 
just best of the rest. But hopefully, uh, Henry can win his race, one, two, four, five. Wow, that's some sort of a weight. The limit there is 65. So after the, he was weighted on 77 and a half. That's, gee, I could nearly have ridden him. Um, that is quite extraordinary. I remember a horse when I was growing up. I was a little boy, but there was this great horse called Strasbourg that Jim, o, Jim uh, Houlihan trained. And he was carrying in 73, 74 kilos back in the day where the limit was 57 kilos. So I've seen it done before with a greater spread, but... That's phenomenal in that day and age. A horse can be weighted right up to that uh, that level, uh, Harry. And um, that is going to be a race. Uh, I'm really intrigued by that. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how the Dominator copes. Yeah, it will be very interesting. Um, I sort of, yeah, 74.5, it is a lot. Obviously, the claimer really helps. I just, I think, yeah, like you said, it's I just, if it doesn't anchor him, it can be done. And it is an intriguing race because, I mean, he's weighted that way for a reason, Dan. Yep, absolutely. Well, the feature event, $350,000 E-Cycle Grand National Steeplechase is the, the last on the six-event program. Blood and Sand will not take its spot, so seven runners. Social Element, can he continue on his picket fence and make it five wins in a row? I certainly think so. Um, there's something that can be said about winning form. He certainly has it, as you mentioned, chasing five on the trot. Not only that, uh, those wins, he's won all of them really, really well. He gives weight to them. It's really not that much. I don't think it's going to matter. Um, if you back him, $4 in your pocket's better than two. The danger, maybe number four, I nay for Hay. He's in for second to follow his trend of finding one better late. There's still merit in those runs. Flying agent meets social element three kilos better off since last time they met. Uh, he won the Briley over the Warnable Carnival. I just... I don't think he's been as good since, but certainly wouldn't surprise. He is a class jumper. And then I've got riding high in his next best, but it's very, very hard to tip against social element. And I think even money is pretty fair. One, four, two, three. One, four, two, and three. The uh, the national is at four twenty-five today. Okay, it, it's one of those days where it doesn't look that difficult. Where you could pick out a few little all ups with uh, some key selections today on the six event card. There looks to be a few standouts. How uh, how did you see it? Yeah, there's. A, I'm pretty keen actually. I think that the best comes up in race two, number four, Mount Stewart. And you're getting about $2.15 for that runner. Value, there's not a heap around, but in that opening race, race one, number six, Tolomac, around that $7 mark, that's good enough for me. Quaddy, fairly skinny, as you'd expect. In the first leg, we'll have numbers one, two, four. Second leg, trim up with numbers one and four only. Third leg, numbers one and two only. And in the last leg, I'm just standing at number one, social element. Play of the day, as you said, there's a few all-ups around. There's an all-up that I quite like at a bit of value. So race four, number one, Saunter Boy, into race five, number one, the Dominator. You can get about $10 for that all-up. So I'm happy to play that way. Yeah, very exciting races ahead of us. Uh, thanks very much, Harry. Good tipping, good punting today at Ballarat. Thanks, Dan. Have a great day.